welcome back, everybody. It's the Very Average Gaming Podcast. I'm Will Williams, and tonight you got with me, Joe Cotter. Happy New Year, Will. Happy New Year. How's it been? It's been, yeah, it was a very busy holiday season. Merry New Year, everybody. Yes, very busy (laughs) holiday season, you know. (laughs) But now it's back into the normal swing of things. Yeah, something like that. You know, we're gonna got a lot to talk about over the, from the last few weeks. We're gonna yeah. go over, you know, pretty much our whole year leading up to this point, and you know, discuss a lot of things moving forward and see what we'll take it from there. Yeah, no, pretty much. You know, like so. I mean, I guess we'll just, just to get things started. You know, how was your holidays? It wasn't bad. I got to spend some time with family. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, same here. No, so, so what? You know wasn't a bad time no no you know so my niece and nephew you know we split it amongst my family and my wife's so it was nice you know the kids well, got a good. lot of gifts so they were happy i gotta keep them happy oh yeah you know it's also the, the little guy's birthday happy happy birthday there nixon yeah it was his birthday you know a couple days after christmas mm-hmm. you know we had so many <laughs> toys and boxes to throw out <laughs> it's just a cr- <laughs> crazy it's like a toy yeah, store in this yeah. house. Yeah, I saw I saw the missus uh, doing her purge. Yeah, oh yeah, yep. <laughs> you know. Yeah. That's awesome, with, though. I would, in with the new, out with the old. Yeah. So, all right, so we'll just get started. So I figured today we'll just do a little bit of a recap of 2022, and then we'll go into uh-huh. what we're thinking and predictions and stuff of what we're looking forward to in 2023. Yeah, our, pretty much our year, year in review. Yeah. And, you know. You know, a lot of things, you know, led to this point so far. We've been going on going on strong since about August. And hopefully we can expand and bring everybody some more fun stuff going forward. Yep, I, I totally agree. New year, and we're going to just do our best. Absolutely. So what were some of your favorite things from this past, you know, few months that, you know, we've been doing this together? Well, you know, starting this was pretty cool. Like, I mean... Now that I'm a little bit more comfortable on the mic, I, I I go back and I listen to the first handful of episodes and how like uh, we were so trying to be like pinpoint accurate and just try to be, I don't know, I guess like what you think you would hear from a professional podcast, you know, even though we have no professional experience with any kind of editing or any kind of anything going in this genre and field of entertainment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much yeah, we were... We jumped into it, we winged it, and, you know, we just kind of learned as we went. That's pretty much it. And, you know, every week you can hear that it's technically it gets a little better, the editing gets a little better, and we're getting there. We're almost we're almost to where, like, and I feel like we're putting out a pretty consistent show a weekly basis. Well, I mean, you got all these big streamers and stuff out there like Ninja and, you know, Mr. Beast and all these, all these guys started from somewhere. That is so, true. That is true. You know. You know, they had these awkward, you know, first streams when they first, come, you know, started coming up and everything. But, yeah. you know, you know, everybody's got to start from scratch and work their way up. You know, that's just the way it works. Yeah. You know, but I would say my 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 favorite thing of 2022 was the, the ability of me getting back into PC gaming with the Steam Deck. Having that and being able to play it handheld with having three kids in the house has really allowed me to access my Steam library, and I find that I'm playing more PC now than probably I have in a really long time. And and, and there's an astronomical amount of games on Steam that are really good. So oh, I know, and more and more are becoming compatible with the Steam Deck. So it, it's yeah, it's it was it was I in my opinion it was a great purchase for me. That would probably be my highlight of 2022 in terms of gaming. <laughs> I mean, you talked about it for three weeks before it came, and you know, finally glad yeah. it showed up. You know what? What about you? What was, what was your what was your like biggest gaming thing of this of last year? Just starting up this adventure with you. Okay. You know, you know, it's a pretty cool thing to get into. You know, we had talked about it years and years and years ago, and to finally actually, you know, put it to you know paper and you know get it on screen. You know, it's a it's a pretty cool thing to you know be able to pull it off and make things happen. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear you. It's definitely interesting. You know, I'm also, I, I, 2022 brought, my kids are now at an age where like they can actually play video games that are not like Mario or like really kid 
related. So like recently they've been getting into Pokemon, which is good and it's cool, but it's also like all they want to do is ask questions about Pokemon. So it's been getting like very like not annoying, but but a little little too much. I just think it's awesome that they're becoming gamers. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, they they see all of my toys and they want to, you know, they want to be part of that, too. So they've been trying that, new that games watch, and stuff. You know, that and watching us play Fall Guys and stuff like that. It's really cool. Yeah, it, it definitely was. You know, that and then I also, for the first time, I, I got a VR headset and I've tried VR. And I have to say that the technology of VR has come a really long way. And it is, it truly is like amazing. I've tried, I've tried the Oculus a couple times. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. And that's what I have. I have the MetaQuest 2. And the, the games, like I get lost. Like I'm in my basement. And then like when I'm done playing the game, I'm in a totally different area of the basement than when I started. <laughs> and I have myself in like, I, I gave myself like a, a boundary so like when i don't get into the boundary like it, it turns off the screen so like i know i'm too far but it's like i get turned around and flipped around because it looks so realistic in a sense and mm-hmm. i have to say that um, the big screen app for the MetaQuest is one of the greatest things ever because it allows me to watch movies as if i'm in the movie theater oh that's awesome oh it's so cool and it and I didn't believe it would be that good at first. And now the they they have the ability now to link some of the streaming apps. So like Disney Plus with all the Marvel movies gets linked to it. And I could just sit back on the couch and watch a movie and it it immerse myself as if I'm sitting in the movie theater. And it's pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah, but I would say you know those that and then we had a bunch of big hits that came out. You know, Elden Ring, God of War. Oh my God. You know, Vampire Survivors. Yeah, you were saying it's a very underrated game. It is, you know, and... Brotato. Brotato, Cult of the Lamb. There was just a lot. It was a really good good year for gaming. Yeah, definitely. I mean, a bunch of the games that I got into were really good. I mean, As Dusk Falls, I'll tell you what. Story for a story driven game, that the story for that game is great. Grounded was a gem. Yeah, well we're gonna be producing your grounded review in the next in the next couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's ready to go. We just got to get it, you know, on screen or you know on you know the site when it when it's up and running. And yep, it next yeah. couple of weeks we'll have that going. Yeah, and then you know also you know when I was playing the Ascent, that was a really fun game. I had a lot of fun with that. Yeah, I, I find that this year, I think, and mainly from starting this podcast, I find that it had me start trying games that I normally probably wouldn't play. Just because I wanted yeah. to be able to be well versed in different genres when we uh-huh. talked about video games on here, and I find that it was great because I found that I I enjoy a different type of game than I thought I would. If that makes sense. Yeah, it it, it basically made us both branch out. Exactly. You know, I I was just busy stuck playing like anything that the Nintendo Switch had to offer, and for the or most any part, farm sim. what or any farm sim or farm sims, yeah. <laughs> Like it's a Stardew Valley, but you know, I would play these games like that or like these easy RPGs and like between the steam deck and uh-huh. you know, everything else. Like I've been able to branch out and play a lot of games that I normally probably wouldn't even consider vampire survivors. Definitely being one of them. Cult of the lamb being another. I was, I was just going to ask about that. You said that was a really good game. Cult of the lamb was a great game. It was, it's a, it's, it got, it got its due, but I think that it, it also isn't promoted enough as a good game. Like it was, I think it it, it was in the, the the talk and stuff for like a good like three weeks after it came out, and then like other stuff came out, and it just kind of like fell to the side. But yeah. it's definitely definitely good to to do one playthrough of that game. But yeah, it was definitely it was definitely really nice to be able to branch out and try a few different games. Like I, like I probably wouldn't have tried Grounded or As Dusk Falls otherwise, because I mean I usually stick to first person shooters or you know horror themed games so yeah. i mean to, to try a few different games and really enjoy them you know i had a lot of fun with it also i really like the fact that this past year i think for both of us that i you know i think i could speak for you too i think our passion was definitely reignited when it came to gaming yes definitely like i i yeah th- that's a that's a good way to put it i i felt like i was getting bored of gaming 
in mm-hmm. a sense. Like I enjoyed it. I used it to like take my mind off of stuff, but I found that I was playing more of like mindless cell phone games. Yeah, same here. Like mobile games and like quick things instead of like actually mm-hmm. immersing myself into an actual video game. Yeah, and you know, like with me, like yeah, I played Minecraft here and there. You know, board, you know, Borderlands series has always been, you know, my bread and butter. That's my favorite video game series of all time. But, you know, Call of Duty, you know, I would tend to stick to these like same games and this has helped me branch out a lot more. Yeah, no, you know, definitely. And it's it, it, the passion thing is you hit it spot on. Like, um, I'm really looking forward to the games that are coming out this year and playing some of the stuff that I was able to pick up over Christmas break. I picked up like, I wouldn't say a ton of games, but probably like between five and six new but, games for to, to try between the switch and the ps5 mm-hmm. I, I tend to not buy anything for the xbox only because i can get a lot of it on game pass mm-hmm. and to me if i'm paying for the game pass i might as well just use it yeah i mean there's a lot of games on there to give it you know give a shot at and you know, oh, you know might, as well get your, might as well get your money's worth while you're doing it yeah especially that you know that i learned how to do online how to set it up so that i could play the game pass on the steam mm-hmm. deck so my Game Pass is handheld, which is even even better. And the kids yeah. enjoy watching me play some of the games, like as long as they're kid, you know, f- friendly you know, to a point. Yeah, and I mean, like, the amount of stuff that's come out over the last six, I mean, like just watching, you know, watching back, you know, Gamescom and, and the VGAs and, like, all these games that are up and coming or have just recently come out. Like, the amount of stuff that's coming out over the next six months is just mind-boggling, like the games that are coming out. Zelda, Diablo 4, you know, all these crazy games that are coming out. And it's like, you know, there's so much to look forward to. And then you got, you know, next next week, The Last of Us is starting up. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. That, like, like, it's so nice to see gaming at, at the forefront now compared to where it was 20 years ago. Oh, 20 years ago, definitely. Uh, well, I think a lot of it like, has to do with but, COVID, though. I think, like, what it, happened was all these projects got backlogged because of covid and now not they're just even, pumping them out yeah well it's not even that it's just like like think think about it like before like yeah if you were a gamer everybody was like oh he's a nerd and now it's like it's so widely accepted yeah and how you know seeing seeing how far it's come over the last 10 years or so and it's just it's awesome to see i you know youtube and twitch and you know a lot of you know a lot of these sites has definitely helped that so it's pretty awesome. Well, I think it's finally it, that people can actually make a living playing video games. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like with, with these, you can, and then you get like these huge games that have come out over the last years. Like you got Apex Legends is huge right now. You got Fortnite is just, God, Fortnite is that, you know, Minecraft. Is, yep. Everybody plays Minecraft. Yeah. Except that is for you. True. Except I, for you. I, I dabbled <laughs> in Minecraft. All right. I've dabbled. But I mean, you, you dabble in everything. That's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> well, yeah, that is true. But just like Call of Duty, you know, all these games, like just to see how far it's like been been pushed to the next level, and it's really awesome. Like the God of War series is massive. Oh yeah. The Soul series, like all these games, have really pushed forward. You know, gaming to another level, and it's great to see. Yeah, no, it, it's been a good, I would say there's been a good five years. The last five years have been awesome for you. This whole, this generation of console, from uh-huh. the, the the Xbox to the PlayStation 5 to the Switch being this now, like, juggernaut of a console. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, the, the amount of consoles that, that the Switch has sold is just insane. Oh, yeah. And it's not stopping. Has it, it passed pace the PlayStation 2's? Oh, no, not yet, not yet. Record yet? It's coming. You said it was coming close, though, right? It it it, it surpassed Game Boy, and and now Game it's Boy got the, the DS was, and then the PlayStation Two. Game Boy at the time it was your only option, so that's probably why that sold so well, much. Well, and and because it was available for like fourteen years, <laughs> you know. Yeah, because it had Game Boy, and then Game Boy Color came yeah, out, and then and Game Boy had, Color exactly, and that's considered the same console. Hey, major upgrade at the time guys let's let's not let's not yeah. put it you know game boy color was huge compared to like what vr is now <laughs> oh well yeah, well, yeah. So let's, let's just get that out of the way far. you know so <laughs> with that so like so you know that would now we recapped our pretty much our last pa- our, our 
year of 2022 since, you know, we really didn't get back into gaming until like August. When we started this, we decided to make a conscious effort to like play more games and try to like give opinions on stuff. So, you know, so moving forward, what are what are your like big, I guess, thoughts on 2023? I know I know you're excited for some of the games that are coming out, but do you have anything like. I guess like not, pre- I guess a pre- predictions or anything that you're, you're anticipating are going to, is going to happen this year. I pretty much, I want to see how Microsoft handles the whole game pass going forward. Okay. I want to see, cause they said that they wanted to, to make some changes to it with the whole family plan and stuff like that. So or at least that's what I'm hoping it's going to be. Okay. I hope to see that expand and be really good and not just be a money grab. And just, I just want to see how the podcast expands and see where, you know, where we can take it and, you know, how well we can uh, bring people content. Okay. So that that's kind of, you know, I'm also looking forward to the Mario movie. Can't wait to see that. Yeah. That looks that looks amazing. And I really, really, really hope that does good. I, I think I think it's going to do phenomenal. See, so like, so my big predictions for 2023 are one is I think the Switch is going to come extremely close to passing the DS and the PS2 and console sold. Right. right now, it's third on the list. I think it gets to within 10 million of passing. They're with third, I think like the two consoles back to back are like they're like only like four four million apart between the DS and then the PS4, PS2. And I think that the Switch is going to close that gap to be within 10 million consoles. It, I don't see it stopping anytime soon. It, it will. It, it will. It, and it will definitely surpass the ps2 this year if nintendo announces some sort of like switch pro version yeah like if they if they they announce some kind of console that's going to be more powerful than the original switch it i I feel they have yeah i feel they have something up their sleeve nintendo always does i think just the whole deal they're making with microsoft with call of duty for 10 years shows that there's something up their sleeve yeah i mean because the switch can't run call of duty right now there's just no way yeah, I, I think they have a plan for an upgraded version of it, without a doubt. It, it's just a matter of time of when they're going to announce it. Yeah, you know, this year I also think that this is going to be the year of the Xbox. I think last year and the year before was the, well, I, I take that back. I think two years ago with COVID was the year of the Switch. The Switch took over and it became the biggest console everyone wanted when you couldn't find one. Last year, because of the games and the releases that came out from The Last of Us to God of War, to all the, you know, these big, big hits that they kept coming out with was the year of PlayStation. The problem with the PlayStation though, was you couldn't find one. But now they're finally in stores. Every time I go to a store now, I see at least one console in store. So they're mm-hmm. finally they're finally producing more to be able to purchase. This is, year, is pr- I think, is going to be the year of the Xbox. I Hopefully. Think, I mean, they need, <clears throat> they need a good run to compete. You know, I think that they're going to do, like you were saying before, I think they're going to do the family plan with Game Pass, which is going to be a huge, huge upgrade. You know, whether it be three or four or five family members on one plan, you know, even if it's 30 bucks, but you get five people to be able to play on it. That's awesome. Um, I, I know Microsoft has big plans for it. They just haven't said what it is. No, yet. Of course. You know, they're going to have a ton of releases that are going to be exclusive to them with all of their brands that they've purchased from Bethesda to, I mean, hopefully the Activision. I think the Activision merger will go through. I yeah, don't think there's I mean, anything stopping it. I think they've taken the fail safes with PlayStation offering these deals for exclusivity and stuff to allow just, them to show it's not going to be a monopoly. Well, and, and it's not even that is, don't get me wrong. Sony's, you know, an awesome company for what they do with PlayStation. But I mean, what they're crying about is the same crap that they do. Well, yeah. You so know. it's like you know it's at this point it's crying wolf because they're they're literally doing this they they literally did the same things the only the only difference is they're they're crying about it now because they don't want to see Microsoft become that much more close of a competitor. Well, yeah, you know that's pretty much what it comes down to. Yeah, no, you're you're right. You know, well, what it is is you know Microsoft and Xbox. The like, um, we talked on our our last episode, which was right after the gaming awards, right? Yes. I believe an Xbox studio produced game has never won game of the year. Uh-huh. Okay. And Xbox understands that their weakest point is that they don't have a mascot other than master chief. Who's really not a mascot. 
They don't have any real exclusive IPs that are great. I mean, the the great games of Gears of War and Halo are long gone. There hasn't been a great Gears of War or Halo game in a long time. Infinite was great for the first month, and yeah. then they didn't update it or add new content, so it fell off. It fell off a cliff. Or an anti cheat. Yeah, you know, so it, it it kind of like just fell by the wayside. So they went out and they did, you know what? We can't make it ourselves. We're going to just buy all these these publishers that can make it, uh-huh. you know? And they've already announced, like, the new Bethesda games coming out are going to all be, ex- most of them are going to be exclusive, yeah. you know, from the new Skyrim, probably to the new Fallout. And, and let's face it, we already know there's probably a new Fallout game in, pro- in, pro- in the progress of course being there made is. Right, right now. They, it's too big of an IP to not be working on the next one you're going to get another fallout within the next two or three years it's not going to be produced by bethesda it's going to be like another like kind of like when they did the new vegas it'll what? be by a different studio mm-hmm. and then the big one will be done by you know the, the you know the big publisher but they're using their they're taking their marketing and they're they're doing it so smart like they have all these people subscribe to this game pass they're going to put all their exclusives on the game pass day one and it's going to be like a streaming service, just like anything else. Like if you have a hundred, let's say you have like ten million people paying fifteen bucks a month, it just like prints money. Like when you really think about it, for the most part, yeah. As long as they, you know, they stay faithful to it and provide people, you know, you know, good access to it without making the price point too high. Well, I mean, I could, I could see people using it for years, and you know, they keep updating their library. I mean. You can go for years with that model. Oh, definitely. And as long as Phil Spencer is in charge of Xbox Gaming or Microsoft Gaming, there is no way that they're going to abandon the Game Pass. He has put all his chips onto that table. And, I mean, it's holding up well. I mean, I I find that, you know, I I play a lot on the Game Pass. And I like it because it's not only just, like, big games that take 20 hours to play. It's also these, like, little... Niche games like like you suck at parking is a great example of that. Where it's a game you can turn on for ten minutes, play through a couple of levels, and say, you know what, I, I'm getting tired. I'm done for the day, but I got my little bit of gaming in for the day. You know, Vampire Survivors is on Game Pass. Like they have all these games that are. Yeah, you said that's like a wave based game, right? Oh, it's so great. That's what I mean. It's it's one of those wave based games you could just go on and play a couple rounds and. I mean, from my gaming perspective, like Vampire Survivors could arguably be considered my game of the year. <laughs> from last year just um, because of the amount I played it and how much I enjoy it but I do think that a lot of these 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 indie games don't get enough love well they're starting to now finally uh-huh. Stray got a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of yeah, Stray had the backing uh, of PlayStation though yeah I know but I'm saying they, they got a lot of you know what's the word I'm looking for exposure though they got yeah got a huge a great amount of exposure you know that's why it won all those awards and I, I mean, as great as the game was, but for as short as it was, I don't think it deserved much. Like, you know, I don't think it really deserved as much credit as it got. It was a fun yeah. game. I enjoyed it, but it was so short. Like, it didn't do anything new other than the dynamic of the whole, I guess, cat platforming. It was pretty cool, but that's it. You know, also going into 2023, my one of my other predictions is that uh, we will see more gaming IPs being talked about as movies and TV shows. Oh, yeah. It, it, that's what I mean. That's why I'm really hoping the Mario movie does really, really well. Mm-hmm. Because I think w- if that becomes the juggernaut that I think it's going to become, it's going to open up a can of worms for every other IP. I, I honestly think that, and that's my last prediction, is I think the Mario movie will be like a huge international success and potentially uh-huh. could become the highest grossing animated film ever. Yeah. No, don't get me wrong. I think, I think the Sonic movies were good. I didn't think they were anything, you know, great, but I thought they were good. You know, they definitely have, you know, family friendly movie you could watch with, you know, with the kids or whatever. But I think this is going to be from the trailer and everything that I've seen. It just looks like it's going to be amazing. Oh no. The, yeah. This, this Mario animated movie is going to, be done right. You could tell that it's going to be done right. You can tell Nintendo's throwing everything that they have at this. And you and can, they're making sure that they have a hand in how it's being done. Yes. Because they didn't do that the last Mario movie, and we saw how great that movie turned out to be. It's neither here nor just there. Cause, just because you like it, I mean. <laughs> I never said it's a good movie. I just said I like to watch it. Yeah, you know. 
But never, uh, I will never say that that movie's good. It's just one of those. It's it's one of those guilty pleasure movies. You know, but this is going to be the year of like right. So you you have the Last of Us that comes out next week. I'm I'm already super pumped and super stoked. I have my HBO Max. I'm ready to go. I don't mm-hmm. think Aston is going to really be into really watching that. So that's going to be just my like my my show to watch. And obviously, it's going to be HBO. So you're not going to get it like Netflix where they drop the whole season. It's going to be weekly. So it'll probably be my binge show. That, though. That gory. She's probably not into that gory. Not sci-fi even the gory thing. I, I, she's just not into the, the whole zombie thing. You know, like the, well, this is a little bit different than your 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 prototypical zombie. It's science stuff. fiction, though. Yes. You know, and sci-fi. Based, you know, science fiction based off of a little bit of realism, though. Yeah. Okay. Because the, know, cl- the chlorotis. Well, because the chlorotis fungus is real. Yeah. But, so it's based off of a real thing. You know, but they're but they're also talking about a Amazon is doing a Horizon Zero Dawn type show with Horizon Zero Dawn. I think God of War is in, in the talks of becoming a TV show, trying to cast it. Oh, well, he said he wants to be the live action. Well, you know, I'm, so. I'm going to tell you now. Uh, all right. He could do it. He, he could he, do he it. Definitely he's big, could he's do big it. enough to do it. He also did set the record for the longest acceptance speech ever. Not, what was it like nine minutes? <laughs> it, it, it surpassed it was, any acceptance I, I, for any I love show. Chris, I, I love Christopher Judge. I think he's great for that role. But I mean, it was kind of a killjoy. Yeah, no, nah, you know, but he, you know, he, he, it was a very heartfelt speech, though. It was. He he did get very emotional, and he did give props to everybody involved. Like it wasn't like it was a speech like no. praising himself. It was no. praising the whole team on the on the game. Well, yeah, because he did. He actually almost walked away from the role because of the whole director change and everything. Yeah. So, you know. So, but we'll see a lot of TV shows. Like, some of the TV shows. That, are- oh, yeah. I'm also looking forward to the Dead, Dead Space remake next year. Oh, oh my God. I can't wait. That's going to be an awesome wait, game. I cannot wait for that. Yeah, that comes out pretty soon. That, that's one of the greatest games ever made, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, they're, they're doing a lot of remakes. That, that And that's what I think they, they need to do because now that the mechanics of the new consoles and obviously the graphics have been so are so much better now uh-huh. that it make it'll make these older games a lot more fun to play like i i try to go back and play like resident evil 2 and the original resident evil 2 for the time was great but now the yeah. controls are so clunky and like you know you have to like when you when you turn like you turn like this you know you turn like this yeah you know, like old school well, well that, turning. I had the I, yeah, I had the same issue with Parasite Eve too because they instead of the controls from the original one, mm-hmm. they had basically adopted the controls from Resident Evil two. Okay. Should, it, oh my god, it was so bad. You know, I, I I think they're I think they're I don't know if it's a TV show or the game, but they're supposed to be doing Max Payne. I think they're doing a Max Payne TV show. That would be awesome if done right. Yeah, if done right, and I think it will be. But I'd like to see how they do the whole bullet time thing. And- well, they, with special effects and CGI, you could do it now. 15, 20 years ago, you, you really, you know, CGI cost you like an arm and a leg. Well, they, didn't they come out with a Max Payne movie and it was just like not Yeah, good. Mark Wahlberg was in it. Yeah. Um, I remember it not being that great. Yeah. They had a Hitman movie. That was okay. The Hitman movie was all right. Yeah. That's why I said it was okay. I mean, it's not, none of these movies have been great. They're just, well, no. you know, something, Mario something... is going to be great. And when that happens. Well, I'm talking about past movies. I know, but when that, when Mario comes out, I'm telling you, April, it's going to be the highest grossing movie that weekend and for like two months straight. Anybody that's a gamer is going to see that movie. I don't care who they are. Even if they don't like the fact that they, they, they didn't bring in Marinette to, to do Mario's voice, everyone's going to go see it because yeah. they're going to want to see what it's about. Not not only that, but even if even if they're not a gamer, the kids are going to want to see it. Oh, yeah. So, My kids want to so, see it. So whether you're a gamer or or a not, ninety percent of the ninety percent chance you're probably going to go see it if you're a parent of some sort. Yeah, you know, like my kids, we've we've ne- we haven't been to a movie theater. My kids have never sat foot in a movie theater. One because for the longest time, my daughter wouldn't watch any movies. Like she just was totally against watching movies. We had to she call likes them. What she likes. Hmm. I said she likes what she likes. Well, yeah, but we had to call them like long TV shows, and then she'd sit <laughs> and watch it. But so, but they want to they want to watch the Mario movie in a movie. Theater. It is one of a kind. Yeah, oh yeah, um, it is one of a kind. They want they want to watch it in a the movie theater, 
And so we're, well, I'm going to take them because, uh, you know, but I'm hoping it does really well because then I think Nintendo's going to feel comfortable like doing a Zelda movie or a Metroid oh, movie or a Smash Brothers movie. I think a live action Smash Brothers movie, if done right, would be awesome. Not live action, but like C- maybe like maybe like CGI. Like like how the Mario movie. Yeah. Is. You know, live action would be that'd be too much. <laughs> and then come up with <laughs> a plot action. on why. Oh, and and oh man, I mean, well, you you can record it and you know just watch watch the movie play. The, you know, just see who wins the tournament. Yeah, yeah right. That, that's exactly what it would be. It would be like a sixty-four man tournament. But I mean, if they come up if they come up with a decent plot for why the tournament's going on, I'm all for it. Yeah, the, no, you know, it is, it's, it's great. Zelda could be amazing. Zelda would be a, an amazing movie. Like the only, the only, my only, my only worry with like, cause you like, you're going to come out with, you already know they're going to do Metroid. You already know they're going to do the Mario movies. You know, they're going to do Zelda, you know, they're going to do all these, the, their big IPs. And then I think the problem with once they do all that, I think they're going to run into where Marvel is now. Okay. Because like you had the Marvel, the first, you had the last ten years of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and you had Iron Man and Thor, and you know Captain America, all these characters that everybody knows. Yeah. Now they're now they're getting into their lesser known characters. Yeah. So the so the demand to see them isn't as high as like nobody you know like, unless you like follow the comics religiously and stuff like that. Like you're getting into the the secondary and. And 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 on oh, yeah. characters, which um, unless you you know follow the comics, they're lesser known, and people are like, oh, who's that person? Like, I don't know who. Like the ten, like the Legend of the Ten Rings. Like, from what I understand, it was a great movie, but not a lot of people know who he was. No, so they're like, I mean, so yeah, sort of like, well, I don't know who he is. I'm not going to go see the movie. Well, 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 they <laughs> also like, they also saturated the movie market with these movies. Like, you have to think, yes. right? The, the first ten movies. Or the first ten years were great because, even though you didn't know it as well as you were watching them, it all interwove into one big story. Well, yeah. To the end. Now these are all like individual movies that are not part of the big picture, so to speak. You know what I mean? I yes and no. Like I think they're still trying to connect them in some way. Yeah, well, it's just like I said, they're getting getting into their lesser known characters. And I think that's where some of the problem is becoming. See, like I, I, I loved all the shows that they had out on Netflix. Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones. Punisher. Punisher Punisher was was such a great show. And then because of the deal with Netflix, they didn't let Mm -hmm. them finish. And it's like, I hate, like, you know what, Marvel? Like, why wouldn't you just let them finish the series? Like, seriously. Well, I think what it came down to is Marvel. I think Marvel or Disney bought Marvel. And then they were like, we're going to terminate your contract, like, after, like, the three years. So Netflix was like, well, then why are we going to continue to make them? Pretty much. You know? Why waste the money? Yeah, exactly. So... But yeah, we'll Well, see. Well, well, I mean, I mean, and like the DC, like the DC universe, like it, that, that shows you how much of a perfect storm the Marvel stuff was because they tried doing the exact same thing and it failed miserably. A DC? Yeah. The DC, like, like, like the Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman movie was great. Batman versus Superman was, was horrible. The the first Superman movie was great. I like that. I thought I I think I think Henry Cavill is a great Superman. Don't get me wrong. I think he plays that character great. But I mean Ben Affleck as a Spider or as Batman. No. Well, see the problem no. with the DC is that <laughs> there's there's two problems with the DC universe, right? Marvel mm-hmm. was smart. So what Marvel did is they took these directors and producers and they signed them to long term deals. So like yeah. John Favreau did how many of the Marvel movies? Well. Yeah, well, he did. He he directed the first two Spider-Man movies. Yeah, and then he did Iron Man. Or, I'm sorry, Iron, Iron, yeah, Iron, Iron Man. Movies. I'm sorry. All right, he did the first two Iron Man movies. Yeah. Um, but he's had creative input in a lot of the other well, stuff. That's what it is. Whether, it like, be, whether it be in a producer role or stuff like that, you know. And then like with like James Gunn with Guardians of the Galaxy, like you know, even though there was there was a turmoil with them, and he ended up getting kicked off of number three, but now he's back for number three. 
he's on to finish the story. Whereas with DC, it's like oh. every movie is a different. Well, you saw what's going on with him in DC, right? Well, yeah. Well, that's going to be the next thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like they had good movies. It's just they, their whole them trying to combine them and stuff. It just didn't work. Yeah. Well, they haven't had a good but, Batman but, movie since Tim Burton. Batman Returns. You mean to tell me none of the none of the Christopher you didn't like any of the Christian Bale movies? They were okay. <laughs> I thought they were amazing. <laughs> I, no, the, the okay. movies the movies themselves were great, but the, I, I I guess I forgot. I guess yeah, those yeah those were okay. No, I didn't see I, the first. I one. didn't see the Robert Pattinson ones. I I heard he was good, but I heard it like that the movie lacked a lot of. Yeah, the Dark Knight was probably uh, the Dark Knight was good with Keith Ledger as the Joker. Keith Ledger, yes. And I think it, it, you know, I think that the the whole storyline had to shift, and the whole trilogies changed when he passed away mm -hmm. because I think they were going to have him in a lot more than just the first movie. Oh yeah, they would they would have been stupid to not have him in the next film, if, if, with the way that role went. So you know, uh, like I mean, they had good movies. I mean, Suicide Squad, the first one, that was a good movie. Yeah. The second one was a, but the first one was good. Yeah, no, I mean, there's a lot to look forward to this year, and I'm really, really wanting to see where it's going to go. Yeah, so we'll see. You know, I mean, I know we just had like a, a wild tangent onto and DC away from video games, but that's all right. Uh, I mean, we're giant nerds. It is what it is. Yeah, I, well, of course, you know. So, like, what are what are some of the games? you're looking forward to this year that are coming out. Like I said, the dead space re remake Diablo four for sure. Yeah. Diablo I'm four here, is big I'm, on my list. Uh, I'm hearing a lot of good things about it. That might be um, an un unfortunate, like one month time dump Diablo four. And we might be able to, be we, an, and we could play it co-op. That Yeah. That'll be an enjoyable time dump though. <laughs> it, it will be, you know, Hey, they're, they're bringing back my favorite my favorite character from Diablo 2, so I'm happy. Oh, yeah? Druid. Oh, the Druid. So, yeah, that was my favorite character from Diablo 2. See, there you go. You know, they, they, they listen to your advice. The, Diablo 3 was a good game. I just felt like it was missing something. Yeah, I agree. Like I, The gameplay to Diablo 3 is the, the best out of all of them, but I think that it the, not so, the story didn't fall flat, but it was just... It, it didn't like it didn't grab you like the other ones. No, you know it didn't have that dark, gritty feel of the first two. It was more, it was more like cartoony. I guess that's a good way to put it. It was more like more bright, vibrant color. Like the story was good, but just like the the bright, vibrant colors and like it, it didn't have that grittiness to it. I think that that the the first two had. I think as a lot of what. It was missing. Yeah. Like it didn't have that dungeon crawler feeling to it. Yeah. Well, I also think that it, it didn't help because like I think with Diablo three, it was very easy to become OP. Mm -hmm. like, that, that was, yeah. Struggle with the damage numbers. Like it got to a point where it's just like I was the barbarian. And I was like I was like killing like 40, 50 people a swing. Mm -hmm. You know, like and I wasn't taking I was any the, damage. It was it was very like was, you could tell yeah, it was I was doing. I was doing the same thing with my monk. Yeah, it, it was it was just crazy. It's like they wanted you to be able to just like power yourself up to the point where you could just go right through the game without having to worry about that grind. You know, whereas Diablo yeah. 2 was a gr more of a grind, but then it became like more of an accomplishment once you got through it. Yeah, well, not only that, but like Diablo Diablo 2, like you had like all the different stuff you can unlock, all the unique weapons, the rune words you can combine to, yeah. to make stuff, you know, combining, you know, gems and all the sockets and all the different combinations and stuff like it, there was a lot to do in the game for when that game came out. Like it, it, it was, it was definitely ahead of its time. Oh yeah. I think they tried to turn Diablo three more into a sandbox world of Warcraft. In a sense, yeah, it definitely does have wow feel to it. Because you know, with with all the, like the different like all the the loot and stuff. And granted, there's a lot of loot in Diablo too. But like you were saying, is like there was never ending loot. Like it's just you think you have the the, the, the one of the most powerful weapons, and the next thing you know, you find something even better. Yeah. You, you know, it it, it was just felt like that I, way. I could I could definitely see where you're coming from with that because like the Demon Hunter, yeah. Like that—that that character definitely had like the World of Warcraft vibes to it. Yeah, 
you know. So we'll see where four goes. But four, from from what I've seen and what I've heard, it, mm-hmm. it's like it took all the good stuff from Diablo three and just like made it a thousand times better. Yeah, basically, from what I, what I what I've heard is they took they took all the good stuff from three and basically combined it with two. And you know, mashed them together, and you know, they took a lot of, of player input, and supposedly, you know, there's a lot of good things that they're adding to the game. You know, the one okay. streamer that I, the one, the one streamer YouTuber I watch when he covers he covers Diablo and stuff, and he he went over the pluses and minuses to the game, and he's you know, luckily you know he said as if they listen to the community, the, the game could be great, but. If they add, if they run into the same problems that three had, it could it could fail. It's not gonna fail. It, it's not gonna fail. It's got too much of a fan base to fail. It may not sell as well as they hope, but it's not gonna fail. When I say fail, I don't mean like it's just not gonna be anything. I mean fail as as like people will play it and then get tired of it really easily. Yeah, kind of deal. Whereas like they'll 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 sell the numbers. It's it, it's too big of an IP to not to. Oh yeah, but it's it. Can they grab people and hold them? That's where it's going to come down to. Mm. It's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to Dead Space, and I'm also looking forward to like playing some of the games that I've got sitting here. Like, I got to get through like a lot of the PS5 stuff that I want. I really want to try. Like, I got to play Miles Morales. I want to. I want to get through Elden Ring. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, the Spider Man was. On the PS4 was like freaking awesome, and Miles Morales is. But depending on who you talk to, it's either just as good or better. So that's cool. And I, I'm it's I'm looking just, forward it's to playing just another VR. take. It's just another take on the character. Yeah, but I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to where VR is going from here. Like I, I was playing Beat Saber the other night, man, and Beat Saber is a very underrated I, it, game. It, it it's very it looks it looks really fun, but at the same time it looks really hard. Oh, but it's it's not what it is is it's repetitive. So like the first time you play a song, mm-hmm. it could be tricky, it could be tough. But the more you play it, it doesn't change. Like the 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 motions don't change. So you eventually learn them. It's like Guitar Hero. The more you play, yeah, no, a song, I know. I, I know exactly what it is. I've seen gameplay of it. I'm just saying it's just it seems like it could. Like it, it could be harder. Like some of the harder songs, it looks like it could be really oh, hard. Yeah, it's crazy. It gets crazy fast and stuff. But I've been playing that. I've been playing miniature golf. I can imagine the kids playing that. Well, I only have one headset, and I. I'm, that, I'm that's an, that's another game me and you need to play golf with friends. Yeah, we could we could play some of that. You know, oh, we got we got to stream some of that. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, you know, me, or just get, make clips. Find, yeah, find a way to get me, you, Andrew, like some, some bunch of people to play it. Like, because I think you can up to four players. Yeah, and it'd be that'd fun. be that'd be hilarious playing that with, with a bunch of us. So you know, but I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to see where the VR head, where the VR goes with the games. I mean, I'm not a huge VR guy. Like, I think it's cool. And I mean, if that's your thing, great. I mean, I like I said, I've I've dabbled in you know the Oculus and stuff like that. Not my cup of tea. I mean, it's cool. It's just. I can't get into it as as much as some other people can, but I mean, technologically, it's amazing. Well, what, I, I will not I will, I will not crap on it at all. It, it it might not be my cup of tea, but I I do think it's amazing technology. Well, the one thing I haven't tried yet is right. So like the the big screen app on on the on the Quest Two allows you to hook it up to your PC, and I can technically whatever the, is on the PC screen comes up in your headset. So I'm tempted to try and play a game like let's say I play like Gotham Knights or Tiny Tina's or or something that's got like that's crazy, but I'm playing with the controller. You're not going to be using the Oculus controller, obviously, but playing in that and just to see how it is on like that giant like screen in the VR headset, it's got to be like freaking yeah, awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. And we just you know need to be able to you know get on and play oh we're at that holidays are over starting this week looking at you over there i know you over there the holidays are finally over and then we Mm -hmm. had the after the holidays hit we had that stupid winter storm that like delayed all mail and Uh stuff my last two weeks have been like torture hold on on, let me get a pen and paper so i can write down all the excuses (laughs) three kids tired not enough coffee 
You're tired even when it's not peak bang, season. Bang energy drink if filed for bankruptcy. <laughs> you can always get G Fuel or or the C4. The, C4. the C4s are the ones I'm really on right now. I love them. They had they had a sale. When... C4, if you want to reach out, we're, you know. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, like when, when Bang, I guess, announced their bankruptcy, they had these like mini bottles, like I guess their five-hour energy. Their version of five hour energy. I mean three hundred million I mean a three hundred million dollar lawsuit will bank it yeah, bankrupt well, yeah. You know. So they had the, the the mini bottles and BJ's had them on clearance because they were no longer making them. I bought like cases of them for like four bucks. <laughs> I have like I have like these little bottles. I have like a hundred and fifty of them in my garage in the in the mini fridge. And every once in a while, when I need to pick me up. I just open one up, boom, pound it down. Tried five hour energy. I tried five hour energy. I don't, they do nothing for me. No, it, they, they don't do anything. There's not a lot of caffeine in it. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. If I drink an energy drink at this point, it's it's usually the the C fours. I usually get the Starburst okay. Cherry. That's that's like my go to right now. Or I mean, all so far, all of them, but the Skittles flavor. I really, I I really enjoy. Yeah, you know, or the G fuel, the G fuel flavors. That, that those are those are those are some of my favorite ones too. The sour cherry is amazing. Oh, I haven't Love had that, that one. one. The the Sonic uh, peach one was too sweet. And I see. I I like like a fresh peach, like, but like peach flavor. I can't stand. That's it. how I am with it, watermelon. The water, watermelon, water, watermelon flavored stuff too. It's just it's it's never consistent. Every time you get something that's watermelon, yep. it doesn't taste like a watermelon. Yeah, you're right. Like you get like watermelon chewing gum. It tastes nothing like a watermelon. Oh, of course, because because watermelon tastes like water. <laughs> Come on. I mean, it it doesn't really taste like water because water doesn't have oh, a flavor. It's goofy. Sweet water. It's sweet water. Sweet sweet water. Is that what we're okay, going with? We're going to go with sweet water. <laughs> sweet water. You know, my new, it's my new, my new video game handle, Sweetwater. I was going to say that should be your new game tag. Right. Sweetwater. Sweetwater. So, yeah, you know, but other than, other than that, like gaming wise, like I'm waiting to hear. There's a lot of games like Redfall and, and a bunch of other games that I'm waiting to hear release dates on. I'm not getting excited till I hear release dates. I hope they announce a new Mario game. That's due to come out this year, I think. There's got to be one soon in the in the pipeline somewhere. Yep. You know the Zelda, new Zelda games coming out this you know this year, which will be great. I mean, I saw a, a f- from the 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 VGAs. I mean, I saw a bunch of games in those trailers that look like they could be a lot of fun. I don't remember what half of the names are, but mm-hmm. I mean, they definitely look like they could be fun games. The thing is, there's too many of them. See, like well, we- that was the whole thing is. Is they shotgun through so many of them, like I couldn't keep track of it. Well, that's the problem, right? Like, so, like when we were growing up, right, you would have maybe like three big releases a year, right? We were lucky. If we were lucky, we, you you had a, probably a Final Fantasy every one or two years, a Grand Theft Auto every one or two years. You know, Madden was probably a big release back then, and. You'd have like your other like big release that would come out that no one really knew about, but it came out and it did great. Like a Kingdom Hearts was a big one, you know, or Need for Speed, Need for Speed, or Smash Brothers, you know, like. But it wasn't like it. You could afford to buy the big games because it was only like three a year, four a year. Now, yeah. if you try to keep up with how many games are coming out, unless you you, you can go get broke, these, unless you get these review codes, yeah, you're going broke. You can't afford to play them, let alone all of them. You know, unless you have Xbox Game Pass, <laughs> you know, cause and hope and hope that most of them are on there because they do, you know, cycle through them. Yeah, but the big the big releases are always on there. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's it sucks because like that's I used to be able to buy all the big releases every year and play them, and now it's there's so many games and so little time that it's like I got to pick and choose. So my my focus this year is going to be going through my backlog. And yes, the, the backlog of the Switch games doesn't count. I'm talking about my PlayStation 5. Because the Switch backlog will never get I'll never get through that ever in a million years. But the I want to try and beat a game a oh, month. My game my goal is to go. beat 12 games this year. Like completely beat. Last year I was impressed with myself. I got through 3. I got through Tiny Tina's. Good. I got through for, Tiny Tina's. For, for you, that's good. You know, I, I did Tiny Tina's. 
Uh-huh. I did Stray. Actually, okay. I, th- I think I did four. Stray. I did Cult of the Lamb. And Mothman 1966. Okay. That's so, not bad. Yeah, there's four. Well, the one one was like a like a 15-minute play. So that is, I don't uh. I wouldn't count that. But my goal this year is to get 12 completions and at least three to four PlayStation Platinums. That's my goal. Yeah. Well, you have one. <laughs> yeah, I do. It's my only one. Mothman. Mothman, baby. Hey, a I lot mean, of big people ga- in game- gaming don't even have that platinum. So games, games, games that I've beaten. Minecraft. I mean, if you if you count beating the Ender Dragon. No, you beat uh, As Dusk Falls. You got through the whole game. Well, completed. Oh, well, that's, I was I was getting there. I you know I beat uh, you know I finished As Dusk Falls. One of the one of the scenarios, the ascent, grounded. You know, there's been a bunch of games that I've played and yeah. I mean, a lot of the games that I play, though, really, like, like Minecraft technically has an ending, but it's a sandbox game. You can just keep going. Well, yeah, that, you know. Or or Call of Duty. Yeah, I could beat, I could, I could technically beat the campaign, but I don't play the campaign. Ah, the campaign's garbage. This one is supposed to actually be pretty good, but. Uh... After Black Ops 1, I really stopped playing the campaign. I take that back. Modern Warfare 3. That's the last campaign I played. So yeah, so like my my plan this year is to get through. I'm th- I'm gonna try and finish Sackboy. It's a big adventure for the PlayStation Five. Astro World, Astro, I think it's Astro World. That's like a free game that came to teach you how to use the Dual Sense. And everyone kept telling me you should try it. It's supposed to be, it's like a really good game for PlayStation Five. And I'm like, yeah, 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 come on. I started playing it like right before Christmas. The freaking game's good. I'm not gonna lie, it's it's awesome. And it's a game that, like, I could probably platinum. It might take me a little bit of time, but I could, I could get through it. I want to play, I want to play a playthrough of Elden Ring. I've, I, I'm one of those few people have, I've not watched any gameplay footage. I have not read any spoilers to, to Elden Ring, so it would be like a, a true, straight through gameplay of not knowing what's going on. I've seen a couple quick clips of it, but I really, you know. I haven't really gotten too much into it. Yeah, I mean, I played a little bit, but I so, not so enough I'm to... pretty. Yeah, so I pretty much would be going in blind like you. Yeah, and then I I want to give God of War a try. I want to get through just because the story is supposed to be just amazing. But although I'm waiting do, for God of I, War Ragnarok to go on sale. Although it does seem to me, from what I've seen, like watching some of the gameplay and stuff, it does. I do feel like the. The last one had a slightly better story, but I mean, Wait, it still looks really good. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll see. You know, I but also I, really I, finished I, Far Cry 6. You were always into the Far Cry series. I love Far Cry. It's, it's, it's one of those games where it's like, it's, it, it's like those like task quests on World of Warcraft. Like, oh go here, kill these people, come back, go here. Collect this thing, come back, go here, do that, and it's like, so like when you want to just like be mindless, you just just do it, man. It's just like ah, uh... three months of grinding dailies to get exalted in the Red Dragon flight. Oh man, there you go, man. Oh. There you go. Hey, I finished the entire recipe cookbook. I had every recipe prior to when when Alistraza finally gave me that cloak after I got exalted. I was like, finally. <laughs> Mm. Three freaking months of doing dailies to get that. Well, yeah. I know, I know you're, I know you like being in Torin Mill. That was your area. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was hung out under Ogremar or what's the other one? The under Under City. Yeah. Those are always the two that I would always go to. But, yeah. More, more, more Ogremar than than Under City. Under City was kind of like two all over the place. Yeah. You had to go to this side and then that side and this side. And Ogremar, at least at least like the bank and like all that major stuff was like right in the you know was right in the the entrance and stuff like that. And then until they started adding like the airships and all that other stuff, and I just was like, yeah. Well, you know, you, you, like they, and they, they moved it all they somewhere moved for like yeah, because like in Cataclysm they moved it all around, and it's like oh my god. Yeah, well, I haven't really delved de- delved into Warcraft in a while, and I, I don't. No, plan Cata- on Cataclysm it. was Cataclysm was the last I played. So, but you know, but I'm afraid I'll, to download it. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna get through my backlog. I want to play some Harvestella. That I heard really good stuff about that. I want to try it. Mm-hmm. My biggest, my biggest thing is now. See, like prior to this year, 
everything was like, if it was on the Switch, that's the way I'm getting it. I'm going to get it if it's on the Switch, mm-hmm. and I don't care about the performance. But now with the PC and the I, like, all the consoles, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to buy wherever it is the cheapest after the first two months. <laughs> if it's the cheapest on PC, which technically usually is the case, yeah. that's where I'm going to pick it up. You know, I would definitely, I would definitely like to pick up a PlayStation Five this year if I could find one. You could be able to find them. I think now that it's a couple years out, and then well, they, they, all, well you they, know, Sony announced that they're it, not having production issues anymore. They should have never had production issues in in, it, it in, the, in the beginning. It was the microchips. That's why. Um, you know, but yeah, the, I would say, and and I'm finding them in stores. Like I, yesterday, I walked into Walmart, and they they had the the God of War Ragnarok. I was at Wally World on Thursday. And then uh, the other Walmart local to us, I had to run in to get something, and there were two of them there. So they're, I would, if you're going to look for one, Walmart's the place to go. They seem to have them. Some point this year. Yeah. I got other I got other stuff I got to take care of first. Yeah, no, definitely. Some point, some point this year. You know. But I don't want to go splurging too much, and then, then the bills will be too high. Yeah, I hear you. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to pay stuff off, not make it go up. Of course. That's, you know... <laughs> So you work on the Game Pass and Steam. Steam has so many good deals. I was looking at some of this, this stuff last night when me yeah. and you were some brainstorming brotato. for yeah, that. For... Play some Brotato. I might play some Brotato. I might I might try some Vampire Survivors too. Do honestly. it on the Xbox. The way, the way you the way you keep talking about it. I'm telling you, do it on the Xbox. And what's great about it is that you could you you literally could play for like twenty to thirty minutes and you're done. So it's the like the problem is that I think my Xbox One's on its way out because oh. when I when I was playing when I was playing grounded it was getting everything was getting so choppy and stuff well, like that plus plus like that's why I bought this computer yeah was well, to game well there you so, get on that you know, but but you could access the Game Pass on the PC yes I know that so th- the, so that's what I mean I'm definitely gonna have to probably do it on here rather than yeah on my Xbox because my Xbox has you know a lot of hours into it I hear you. You know, Xbox. It's an Xbox One S, so it can only handle so much. That is true. You know. All right. So, man, boy, did we take some wild tangents on this episode today? Let me tell you. That's a, that's okay. It was a fun tan. <laughs> it was some fun tangents. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, it, it was good to get back into the swing of things. Next week, it'll be more of a normal episode. We'll have you know our normal stuff going on. We're gonna add some new things. We're gonna try some new stuff out this year. You know, tune in to find out what that is. I'm yeah. gonna to try to make the kids a little bit part of our audio podcast. It's a little too late for them to be on the video, but if you listen to our podcast like through Spotify or Google or Apple, yeah, we're also gonna try and reconfigure our YouTube to make it easier for you guys to digest all of our clips and stuff. Yeah, we'll break down into clips and the full podcast will be on a separate channel. We got a lot of good stuff in the works, you know, the last 2 weeks off without having to worry about content has kind of like let me sit down and like think of stuff and how yeah, to work I mean, it out it, and figure everything out mentally now that we know what we're doing and we kind of feel more comfortable on here. Yeah, baby steps, but you know, moving forward we're definitely going to try bringing a lot more to you guys. You have to think, right? And if we get through this whole year, which, I, I mean, I don't see why we wouldn't, we'll be on episode, like, 70 by the end of the year. If we yeah, do one pretty week, close, yeah. You know, one pretty a week. We might yeah, take a week or two off. Because this, this is episode 17, so. Yep, that's right. 17. Wow. Craziness. So we started in August. Yeah, that's it. So. I think, what, like, the second week of August we started, something somewhere in there. Yeah. So, you know, like... <laughs> to think how bad that first episode sounded. Oh, that first episode was hard. Remember the... Do you remember the, um, like, the... Not the episode, but, like, the, the introduction episode we did? Was, I had to delete yeah, it. It was the, so the, bad. <laughs> oh, it was, oh, it was, it was horrible. horrible. But, you know... It was so awkward, but, you know, we grew, and we're still getting better. I mean... <laughs> that's it, you know. Every, so, every, every time we do this and get more comfortable, it's only going to, you know, improve as we go. That's right. And, you know, if you want to stick around and, like, follow us and see how well we approve, improve, like, follow, subscribe, you know, Definitely. You follow us on Twitter. Like, like Joe was just saying, we're going to, you know, we have the YouTube channel that we're going to be putting up clips of the podcast of, like, special, like, topics and stuff. And, you know, pretty much that's pretty much where we're going to go. We're going to try yeah, and we also have Discord. Mainstream. We have a Discord. So if you guys... Yeah, if you guys want to join our Discord server, you're more than welcome to do that too. 
Yep. So, you know, moving forward, we, we plan on doing a lot of new things this year. And hopefully you guys will be there to join in the progression of our podcast. Absolutely. We'd love to have you guys along for the journey. All right. And with that, I think it's been a great hour. And although we yep. talked probably a good amount about non-video game stuff this podcast, which is cool, I think it's time to say goodbye. I would agree. Thank you guys for tuning in. All right. Like you, we're average too. Have a good day.